Like he understood my, I don't wanna be here face. I didn't bow my head, not one single prayer, but he just shook my hand, said, I'm glad you're here. He says, we'll all be judged, but he was never judgmental. And even though my songs, they don't belong in no hymnal. He quote me my lyrics, slapped me on the back, said, man, you got a gift, how you write like that? Yeah, I know, it sounds cool, right? Not your typical kid from Sunday school, right? I still ain't figured out church yet, but Craig, I get So now he can't walk on water or turn an apple valley red. But he just might be tight with a man that did. Now he ain't the light of the world, but I wish him I was bright as hell. Yeah, he just might be tight with a man that Y'all, the perks fade fast. Dealership said we're gonna need to get that minivan back. So we were down on one car and broke as I felt. Had my wife and six kids and only five seatbelts. I needed help, but I couldn't admit I was struggling. I said, Craig, it's all good, but he knew it all wasn't. I, hey, man, I'm praying for you. Would have been sufficient, but nah. He took roadside assistance to a whole nother level to sacrificial heights. Showed up at the ballpark after my son's game. One night in two cars with his wife, Laura, watching from the other. 
So what in the world are y'all doing here, brother? He just laughed inside that old Chrysler town and country van with the keys and the title and a pen in his hand. Said, man, all you gotta do is sign on this, y'all. So I said, nah, no way. But he wouldn't tighten nah, for an answer. He said, please, dude. Somebody did this for me once. Just let me do this for you. We argued about it for a little while. Then I teared up and Craig smiled. Said, nah, he can't walk on water. But just might be tight with a man that did. Now he ain't the light of the world, but I wish my was bright as day. Yeah, he just might be tight with a man that did. Are you new here? Have you been here a while but wondered who we really are? In this church, you'll find real people excited about the mission God has for them. You'll find meaning and direction in a true community of believers. You'll find life experiences shared and stories worth remembering. You'll find giving and serving in real relationships. You'll find passionate worshipers growing better together. You'll find laughter and tears and people taking chances. But ultimately, you'll find true belonging and purpose in the one who made you. In this church, we believe that your life was never meant to be lived alone and that love can write your story. We are the church, the body of Christ, the hope for this world. Good morning and welcome to 1C. Would you please rise for our first song?
seated. This is going to be a trick question, so listen carefully. Who is part of BLAST? Raise your hand. Who is part of this summer camp BLAST? Raise your hand. And I'm going to wait until every hand goes up. Yeah, yeah, Fred, that's what you thought. Every one of us, this is, this is what you can do. If you haven't been doing it yet, start now. Pray. Pray, 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 pray. Whoever God brings would come and get to hear Jesus and have their lives turned upside down and that they would love him. That's what it's about. So please do that. Please, please pray. Um, and again, you might have young people that are going to come to the camp. You might be one of our workers for the camp. That's really wonderful. Um, you might be sitting here saying, well, how can we maybe even like volunteer? We'll figure out a place for you to volunteer. Some of you might and have a ready uh, financially supported it so that there are scholarships for some of these families. 
You see, the whole vision behind BLAST is this. There are families in our community that have children that don't have a place to go during the summer. And so we said we want to be the place. We want to be the safe place and the place where we could talk about Jesus. And so that's what we're doing. That's what we're really working towards. So please, please see that you're part of this in whatever way God is calling you. All right? Now, if you want more information, like how to volunteer, how to get involved, how to maybe give if you'd like to give, uh, right outside of, like between these doors, there's a welcome center. It's now our blast booth. And you can go there and we will talk to you about what's going on and how you could be a part of it. So please go there if you would. Also, June 12, Sidewalk Profits. How many of you were here when we had Sidewalk Profits before? Look around, everybody. These are the people to talk to. They will say what, and you can talk to me, it was spiritually invigorating. So, want to encourage you, come and be a part of it. You know, go, go on our website, look at the tickets, uh, and maybe even before you start planning your tickets, think about who in your circle of influence would be blessed by hearing the gospel, the good news of Jesus, in a very powerful way with the medium of music. And then uh, bring them, bring them with you. Uh, so June 12, tickets are, are, are selling. We still have tickets available. We'd love for you to be a part of that on a Sunday afternoon evening, right? All right, what else? Uh, digital world, digital bulletin. Take a look up on the screen if you would. Uh, we have a digital bulletin, so you can take your phone out if you like, get your camera up, scan that. And what you're going to get then is you'll get an area that will talk about how to submit a prayer in church. It'll have sermon outline. So you can have the Bible verses and look at those and maybe even bring them with you and keep learning throughout the week. Uh, different activities that are taking place in the life of the church. Many different things you'll find there. Now, if you're a, a hard copy kind of person, we have hard copies right outside the door for you to take and you can look at what's going on. If you're sitting in here today and uh, there's a couple things we're going to be doing that you might not know how to do it. We have cards that are in the chair backs in front of you. So if you're a guest here, thank you for coming. Glad you're here. Come on back. We'd love to worship with you again. Stop at Next Steps or read the card. It's going to walk you through that. Um, you can also submit a prayer request if you have something that's on your heart today um, that'll tell you how to do that. And if you're on Facebook Live, again, welcome. Good to have you with us. Uh, you could submit in the comment section your prayers for today. Uh, also, we're going to have communion. It is a beautiful gift God has given. And this card will tell you what we believe as a church and how you could take communion if you are feeling that calling to do so. So, a lot of different things. Uh, we also have a youth fundraiser, fundraiser coming up. We had six down, two to go, so Valentino's and taco and tequila. So if you'd like to help our young people make their way to Houston, Texas for a youth gathering, and uh, you could do it by uh, going to these places on those days, proceeds will come back so that our young people would be blessed. Uh, last thing is joy baskets. Um, what we do in church is uh, one of the things that happens is we get to hear all that God has done for us. He loves us, he cares for us, he blesses us, and then he also wants us to say thank you. And there's many different ways to do it. We sang a song, I mean, it was a toe-tapping song, 
uh, and we give our thanks to him. We could pray, we do that. Uh, you could serve by using your gifts and abilities. And then also as God leads you with your tithes, your offerings, your money, you can give back to God a portion of what he's given to you. So let me lead us now in a time of prayer, uh, acknowledging his blessing and asking for his leading. Lord, you have done so much for us. Salvation is the biggest and best. We have a place in heaven with you. But with every breath we take, every moment we have, with every step we take, you have blessed us. And your word is clear. You want us to say thank you. Uh, so we're now going to ask that your spirit would move mightily in this room and in our hearts and that we would reply with thankful hearts to you. Thanks again, Lord, and we lift up to you our time of worship. In Jesus' name, amen.
girls, boys and girls, come on up front for the kids' message. Come up nice and close so you can see. Find a seat on the floor. Got some things with me this morning. I've got some water. And I've got some food coloring. And we're going to see how this can help us think about what goes on in the world around us. Because things change, don't they? Things in the world change. Like, Like our weather. Seasons change, don't they? And when seasons change, temperature changes, right? It starts to get warmer out and grass starts to grow. Flowers bloom. Trees get leaves on them. We have more sunshine. And then... Let's see, school, change, things happen at school, don't they, that change. You, you pass from one grade into the other, right? Maybe you change grades, you change teachers, you change classrooms. Some students even graduate and change schools. And then there's clothes. Clothes change, don't they? Yep, clothes styles change. Um, we change our clothes, at least I hope we do, because socks change. You put them on in the morning, they smell fresh. You take them off in the evening, they start to stink. Do your feet stink? No? Well, that's going to change too, I bet, as you get older. Yeah. But things in life change. Just like this water changes when we put food coloring in there. Yeah, it is kind of rainbow, isn't it? But you know what? There is someone who never changes. Who is that? Who is someone who never changes? God, yeah, God never changes. So this vegetable oil is going to help us think about that. Because no matter what's going on in the world, whether that's at home or at school, changes happen, right? Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but the changes that we experience in life Don't change who God is. Look at that. That food coloring is not changing the oil. Just like God never changes. And Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So we can trust that Jesus, who loves us so much, his love for us never changes. And so there's nothing that we can do that's so bad that can't be forgiven. And you know what? There's nothing so good that we could do that make, could make Jesus love us anymore. Because Jesus' love for us is perfect and good, and it never changes. Just like this oil didn't change. Even though things in the world all around us are changing all the time, aren't they? And we even change, and we grow, but God never changes. So remember, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we can always count on his love for us, no matter what's going on around us. All right, will you pray with me? We'll fold our hands and you can repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus, that we can count on you. Even though the world changes, you never do. Amen. All right, boys and girls, you can head on back to your seats. And you can try this at home, too, if you want, and talk about how God never changes.
As we continue now with Holy Communion, I want to give you an opportunity, all of us an opportunity, to profess what we believe about our sin, our Savior, about his grace and mercy for all of us, 
as well as our um, resolve to live as his children. So if I can have those words up on the screen, let's pro this out loud together. I recognize and confess that I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask God's forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ is my only Lord and Savior from sin, Satan, and death. I believe that the risen Christ is really present in the sacrament and under the form of the bread and wine. I receive his true body and blood for the forgiveness of my sin and the strengthening of my faith and life. I resolve to dedicate my life to the service of my Lord in his body, the church, by regular group worship, cheerful giving, thankful living, and sharing the gospel with others. Amen. And may God grant us the faith to, to believe and live this out in our life. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread, and after he'd given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. And in the same way also he took the cup after supper, and after he'd given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament of my blood, given and shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And as we continue now with the distribution of the Lord's Supper, if you have those individual communion sets, feel free during the song to receive those elements believing Jesus is present and his forgiveness is real. And if you're going to come forward for continuous com communion, feel free to do so during the next song. And if you desire to have either gluten-free or grape juice, please let the server know. Again, may this time be a beautiful reminder how these are God's gifts for all of God's people. Amen. Calling out to you tonight, I'm on my knees, hoping you'll come through. This one's for my dad. Can you help him, please? The world's made him mad at mom and me, and I'm asking you to bring his heart back home.
recognize my voice Haven't talked to you Since I was a little boy Tonight I heard my son Pray for his old man It made me come undone Made me understand That only you can bring my heart back
Now may this true body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen you and empower you for life, for mission, for ministry, all for the glory of God. Go in his name and in his love. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer this morning. Father, we just thank you that you never change. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that your love never fails or diminishes for us, and that we can come to you with all of our prayers and requests. Father, we have a prayer of thanks that you have given us time with family over the weekend and for keeping them safe and healthy as they travel. Bless Nancy this week as she resumes treatment and work in mighty ways to heal and strengthen her. Prayers for a friend with their battle with cancer. Prayers for strength to John and Bobby as they battle cancer. Prayer, Lord, that Coral may find her way to heaven. A prayer, God, that you continue to watch over my son and his grandfather and that their love for each other continues to pull through. Thank you for what you have done so far. A prayer to continue to provide strength and encouragement for Michelle as she is in intention, inpatient orthopedic rehab here in Columbus. Continue to heal her ankle and answer the unspoken prayers and requests on her heart. We love you, Jesus, and, and thank you for all you do. God, please watch over my mother. Keep her and her fellow soldiers safe so they can all come home to their families from deployment. Continued prayers for my brother with his radiation and chemo treatments that God will give him strength and comfort he needs. Lord, we just thank you for all the graduates that have happened in the past few weeks and the ones that will happen today at Columbus High that you just grant favor and peace over all the graduates and keep people safe as they travel to and from parties. And we just thank you, Lord, for all your blessings. Join me as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The final week of uh, the God Is series, where we've looked at different attributes of God, describing who he is and what he does. And I'd like to start out, um, well, again, pointing to our environmental screen, God is, and the theme is unchanging, unchanging. Uh, I want to give you a, a little Jim Thielen story. Once upon a time, coming up on 39 years of wedded life together. And uh, well, yeah, God is good. And Kristen should get sainthood soon because being married to me is not easy. Um, some of it has to do with uh, my, um, my, my attitude towards change. And I'll just, I'm going to tell you the story and you'll, you'll, you'll kind of get it. So uh, we got married in 1983 and this is our journey. We moved from Milwaukee, Wisconsin to St. Louis, Missouri. After about six months-ish, we moved from St. Louis, Missouri back to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. After being in Milwaukee for about a year and a half or almost two years, we moved back to St. Louis, Missouri. 
After St. Louis, Missouri, we moved to Mountain Lake, Minnesota for vicarage or internship year. After a year being there, we moved back to St. Louis, Missouri. After being there for a year, we moved to Iowa. You know, it's, you know the other state. Williamsburg, Marengo, near the Amana Colonies. We were there for about two years. We then moved to West Allis, Wisconsin, suburb of Milwaukee. Four and a half years. Wow. Woohoo, right? I think we've unpacked every box at this, that place. Uh, then we moved seven and a half miles to Hales Corners, Wisconsin, another church. After Hales Corners, Wisconsin, we moved to Saginaw, Michigan. After Saginaw, Michigan, we moved back to Hales Corners, Wisconsin. After Hales Corners, Wisconsin, we moved to Tucson, Arizona, where I think right now it's probably 110 degrees and very warm, right? And then after Tucson, Arizona, we moved to Columbus, Nebraska. That was our journey. <laughs> Woohoo. Now, if you do the math, it, it sounds like it's 12. But you got to know, some of the moves, we moved a couple times while we were in the town. Be because somebody had a brilliant idea. Like one of them, we were living two doors, yeah, two doors from the church. Two doors down from there was another house, a better house. It had a fireplace. So, of course, you're going to move. So I did that so many times, and I don't even know what the number is, but Lord have mercy for all the different times we moved. But then during that change, over 39 years, we've had a whole bunch of other stuff going on, right? Seven kids, wonderful. Nine grandkids, wonderful. Lots of blessings, but also some challenges. Financial strain, health issues, like the most recent, like for me, right? Being on a gurney with a heart attack. Um, but going, watching my kids and family members go through some changes up with health and situations. Uh, we had gone through some deaths. Some of them were like natural, like, okay, time to go. But some of them were sudden and painful to this day. And if I had you up here, maybe you would have your own little personal story of changes. You see, that's just part of life, Right? There's a lot of things that change. So <coughs> I want to tell you a story of an, another family. It's actually a nation that ex experienced some changes as well. One of them didn't change that much for a long time. Like for 430 years, this nation called Israel, they were in Egypt and they were enslaved as um, well, workers for Pharaoh and for Egypt. And they were crying out to the Lord, Lord, change this situation. This is getting really bad. And just when you think it was really bad, it would get worse. And their change was just painful. And they wanted God to do something. So finally, God raised up at the right time somebody named Moses. Moses came in. And then through the power of God and those plagues that were used, Pharaoh finally said, you get out of here. I don't want you here anymore. So now they're on their journey, and they're going to go to the promised land a really good change they're looking forward to. So as they're getting out, remember they ran into the Red Sea? Not a good thing. God parted the Red Sea, a really good thing. God rescued them from the army. I mean, just a lot of good things. And then what God did is gave them the Ten Commandments, right? Remember that? But do you remember what the children of Israel did during the time when the, Moses was getting the Ten Commandments? They built this golden calf because they were kind of bored. They wanted something to worship. Something to focus on. 
And then Moses was so angry, boom. And then a little later, God tells Moses, get two more tablets. We're going to do this again. But what we find now in the scriptures I'm going to share with you, it's right around that time where the two tablets, and now God is going to give them the Ten Commandments again. Um, but a lot of commentators that will say that this portion of scripture in Exodus chapter 34 is one of the most unique portions of all of scripture from Genesis to Revelation. Nowhere will you find as complete of a description of God by God than we do here. And so just picture this moment. It's a dialogue between God and Moses for people to hear. And I'd like for you to join me in reading this out loud. I think there's a value when we hear it, but I also think there's a value when we read it out loud too. And I want you to really let those attributes of God sink in as you read these. So together, let's read. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with them there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. But who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the fourth generation? Wow. I mean, do you see those words? I'll just point them out so you can. Merciful, gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love, not just love, but steadfast love, faithfulness, steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity. And then we have this, by no means clear the guilty. In other words, he's going to be just. He's still just. One attribute after another. God is painting for Moses who he is, actually who he was, who he is, and who he will be. And what was Moses' response? Well, we find it in verse 8. And Moses quickly bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped. Do you, do you get it? When Moses got a glimpse of who God is and how he loves and how he interacts with people, there was a response that he couldn't even stop. It was like, it says quickly. And quickly, he bowed. Kind of an amazing story. Now, do you remember every week I've been telling you this little phrase that I want you to remember? Because I really think it's true. And the phrase is this. What we think about God will dramatically affect how we live our life. And I'm going to say this with as much boldness as I can. If you and me, if we could just keep reminding each other this great and glorious God, all those attributes we, we, we just heard, remind each other. Because then, 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 by the power of God's spirit within us, we are going to worship. We're going to worship with our lips, with our lives, with our actions, with our attitudes, with our thoughts. I mean, it is going to be a glorious moment. Now, following this, there's a little bit more I want to read. 
Because I think it just kind of tops it off. So here's God saying who he is, right? Moses then replies by going like this. And then it goes like this. Behold, I am making a covenant, the promise, before all your people, I will do marvels. You get that? God says, I'm going to do some great things. Get ready for this. You think you've seen something before. Something's coming that's pretty incredible. But this is, this is the part that I caught for the first time this week. Such as, not, such as have not been created in all the earth or in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord. For it is an awesome thing that I will do. Now you can fill in the blank with what you think it should say. I would say all the things he's going to do to you, for you, but that's not the preposition. Instead, God says, for it is an awesome thing that I will do with you. So this God who is so good, I mean, look at his list of all the stuff who he is, right? And now he is saying to Moses, and I believe he says it to you and me today, I'm going to do some marvelous things. And guess what? You're going to be part of it. Wow. This is the God that we come to know. Now, what gets in the way of this? Because this is God's word. I believe this is the inspired, inerrant word of God given to us by God so we know who he is, what he has done, and what he desires for his children. This is what it is. Nothing less, nothing more than that. It is the word of God. So what gets in the way from people like Jim Thielen and God for this kind of clicking? I think it's because we live in a world where everything changes. Everything. We're just used to that, right? Everything. And here's just a little list. Seasons. Weather. And I'm learning in Nebraska that this, the season can, can change in one day. I mean, didn't we just like, did we get like 95 degrees and now we're going to have 50 degrees and we had tornadoes and I, I'm just waiting for snow. I mean, that's just the next thing. But things change. We just live in this. Jobs. Jobs change. This day and age, I'm just, I'm going to tell you, this next generation, my generation even, like my dad's, you stayed at your job like forever. And you would be all done. And my dad would tell, tell you that he, he worked at his job for 37 years, four months, three days, maybe even hours. He just knew because you just dedicated yourself to it. You were just, but now we bounce around. Jobs change. And just so you know, one of the reasons why job changes, okay, the interstate. All the people that do this kind of figuring out says that's one of the biggest things that has caused the change in work, loyalty, and dedication. Kind of go all over the place. Oh, people change. I'm not the same person I was before. Just so you know, you're not either. Maybe the person that's sitting next to you is not the same person. And you might be saying that's a good thing, or you might be saying, no, it's not a good thing. 
our health changes. When I was younger, I think I would go to the doctor every couple of years. Now they're on speed dial. You know, it just changes. How about heroes? People that you've looked up to and you just say, wow, this is, like in, in ministry, there have been some pastors I've been following for all these years, and then you hear of an indiscretion. And they were heroes in a good sense. And now I'm like, eh, not so much. Or how about leaders? I mean, we're in a political system that every four years there's this movement of new leaders, old leaders, you know, and sometimes we're glad, sometimes we're sad. I mean, it just is. We live in a world where everything changes. So I think we get into this mindset that thinks that, well, if everything changes, everything changes. But for us now to come across something different that says, well, there is something that doesn't change. There's something that is constant, something that is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, as we've, uh, over the years, looked at the book of Psalms, I'm going to share with you Psalm 102. We don't know who wrote this, but it, it does capture the summary of the Psalms. Human condition, God's solution. Human condition, God's solution. So the first four verses, you can almost hear the heaviness. You can almost hear the, the despair, the hurt, the pain. Hear me, my prayer, O Lord. Let my cry for help come to you. Do not hide your face from me when I'm in distress. Turn your ear to me when I call. Answer me quickly for my days vanish like smoke. My bones burn like glowing embers. My heart is blighted and withered like grass. I forget to eat my food. You can almost feel it. And you might even put a diagnosis on it like depression. It sounds like this person is feeling the weight of the world because so many things around them and maybe even in them has changed. But now we go several verses further. We get to verses 25 to 27 and we see something that they're looking at, something that gives them hope, something that moves them from despair and depression to hope and joy and peace. In the beginning, you laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Yeah, they will perish, but you remain. They will all wear out like a garment, like clothing. You will change them, and they will be discarded. But you remain the same, and your years will never end. Is this different than what we experience in our personal life? Yeah. God is just that different. And as we looked at some of the words, right, he's holy. And, you know, I think we get a, this much of a picture of what that means. Right? He's merciful. Yeah, we get it. But to know that he doesn't change, he, he doesn't get blown around by the wind of the world, he doesn't get affected by popular opinion, to know that God stays the course. He's got a North Star that he will never, ever let his eyes off of. And the North Star, as I believe, is he wants to love you for eternity. He wants to have you in his family right here, right now, and tomorrow, and the next day, and forever and ever and ever. And he will do whatever he has to do to make that happen. That's his North Star. 
Hear some of these scriptures. Malachi 3, the Lord, I am the Lord, I do not change. Or Hebrews 13, we heard it already. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Numbers chapter 23, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. And then we shift gears a little bit about this beautiful gift, the word. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. Matthew 24, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And then 2 Corinthians 1. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Now I'm going to talk about this, but before I do so, I'd like to ask um, Tim, Josie, if you can make your way up here. Um, if you've been part of student ministries in any way over this last year, please make your way up here. Um, a leader, a student, um, an observer, an admirer, um, any other category we can have? I don't know. Come on up here if you would. Um, and as they make their way here, I just want to go to the Second Corinthians passage. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. We can go from, Genes uh, from uh, Genesis all the way to Revelation, and there are a boatload of promises. Some of them you know, maybe you've heard. Some of them you hang on to for dear life for. But here's the thing about every promise that God gives. Because of Jesus, it's a yes. Because of Jesus, if God made a promise, he's going to keep it. Example, if he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Or when we do the Matthew 28, you know, that passage for baptism. And then Jesus says, you know, I will be with you always to the very end of the age. I mean, it is a promise that we can hold on to for dear life. And because we, we need it for life too. I want that for all of us. Because when things change, we need something that doesn't. So we have a change coming up here at 1C. Okay? About a year ago, these two people right here, what, they were like doing school thing, and then they decided to get married, and they're doing ministry, whether it's student teaching now, and then doing an internship at some place called 1C. And then, you know, he's like, well, what does the 1C mean? And... We've had a lot of conversations over time. Um, they've leaned into ministry here at 1C, and people have leaned into ministry at 1C, and this is just a small little picture of what has happened over this year. Why? The grace and mercy of God, the power of God, God's spirit, in and through vehicles and people like Tim and Josie. So now they're making their way from Columbus and they're going to go to Colorado. It's not that far away, right? Um, but the good thing is, even though that changes, there's something that doesn't change. And that's God's love and God's desire for his word to kind of keep going. One of the things I got to know about Tim is that he, I'm going to say 99% of the time, maybe it's not that much, but he carries a notebook. And he just writes down things like all the time. 
And so it was like natural that, you know, as you leave and embark upon here, we're going to give you another notebook. Um, and, and this is one that you can actually refill. So when it's like, yeah, I know, cool. Uh, but we also got to know what was your like life verse or a really important verse for you in, in your own life and in, in, we'll say, marriage and ministry and everything. Galatians chapter 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Um, it's a promise of God. It's a direction in ministry. And our prayer for you as your brothers and sisters in Christ is that you both go and bring him heaven, you know, whether it's uh, in the high school or out in the community, we know God is going to do great things. So I'd like to ask you to please stand if you would. And I'm going to offer up a prayer. And if you would, just put your hands forward. You know, uh, we are, we're asking God's blessing to be poured out in a mighty way. And if you're on up here, just feel free somehow to put a hand on somebody that ultimately gets over there. And we're going to ask for God's blessing. Oh, good and gracious God, you, um, you are a faithful God. You, you do great things and you use people. And as, as we heard in Exodus 34, you want to do marvelous things with us. And so thank you for this last year, quick, fast, and furious. But we thank you for the way in which your word has been shared and proclaimed through Tim and Josie. And we now entrust them into your hands as they travel from here uh, to Colorado to new ministry, new opportunities, new challenges, but the same God same God who will always be with them. So thanks for our time together, and to you be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let's give a round of applause for what God has done. And then, and then a blessing, just stay right here. I'm going to do the, the blessing while you're up here. And just don't forget, don't forget, um, afterward, we'll have some goodies out in family gathering area, meet and greet Tim and Josie, send them your well wishes. Let me share with you the blessing that God gives to his people. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace now and forever. Amen.